I'm Erin M. Routson in Los Angeles, California, and with me, Kim Houston in Louisville, Kentucky. And with us, special guest, friend of the pod, Dan Nixon. Hey, what's up? Where are you you calling in from, Dan? This is important to later content. Suburban Detroit. Yeah. House divided. So. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's going to get controversial. Like putting it out there, just you know, this is this is Dan's chance to stop yelling at us alone in his car and start yelling at us live on the podcast. So I am I am super psyched to talk <laughs> mass amounts of shit for forty five minutes. <laughs> That's what we do here. So speaking of talking shit, Kobe Bryant's last game was Wednesday. Yeah, good I'm riddance. A- <laughs> Cold. I'm going to tell you, I was more emotional. Remember how last week I was like, oh, I'm kind of emotional about it. I was pretty emotional about it Wednesday, even though I have hated Kobe Bryant for all of time. Yeah. It was that no, commercial. That was like, it was yeah, that commercial where really everyone was, was seeing that they thing. hated him. What, feeling emotional about it? it would be, yeah, like, I don't know. I've I've never been, like, a Kobe fan, even like, from a basketball perspective, but, mm-hmm. like, it, I, it was weird that I felt my I felt like I needed to watch this game for some reason, you know, the, yeah. the, the spectacle of it, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, didn't this is... care. <laughs> <laughs> Not interested. Didn't care. Didn't watch. Was watching Golden State. I I watched both. Um, yeah, me too. Thanks to a friend's television and laptop, I watched both. Although I will tell you, I was really only interested towards the end in the Kobe game because. Warriors was like a foregone conclusion in the first quarter. Yeah, it, it was just kind of, I, I was watching it and thought, oh, okay, well, cool, this is done. Yeah, and you know that I derive no joy from the Warriors winning, so I was like, I can't watch this. But- I don't know, I I was, I was super into it, just because um, I think it, it marks a new, you know, if you want to label things, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Kobe... Kobe's death rattle, putting up 60, <laughs> happening on the same night Thank that you. the Warriors go for 73. I, I, you know, it's just like sunrise, sunset, you know? It was a weird confluence of events, yeah. Yeah, yeah well, it's it just kind of one era of basketball is waning. And now the Warriors and this new crop of folks that are going to take it forward. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Kobe's the biggest person to retire since Jordan, right? Whoa, hands down. So, it was just, like, I hate to say this, but, like, you know, anything that happens in Los Angeles is, like, some, like, crazy event. You know, people, so a couple friends of mine worked downtown, and one of them said that, like, downtown all day was full of, like, people in Kobe jerseys. It was, like, people coming to Mecca, I guess. Mm. Whatever. But, No, uh, I can see that for sure. yeah. And I mean, I think that, you know, it, when LeBron retires, like LeBron's last game, if I, you know, become a jillionaire, Scrooge McDuck style, could afford to go, I would, I would, you know, I'd make a day of it. You're going to, you're going to fly to Miami for LeBron's last hey! game? Oh! First Perfect. LeBron dis. Yeah, that was deserved. That's fine. Um, Maybe we should just keep a counter. Yeah. One. <laughs> One. Yeah, I'll fly. All, yeah, you know. By LeBron, double middle finger LeBron during the whole game <laughs> makes Sports Center like 
Why not? No, no. I, I'm, I'm sure it's going to be a Cavs away game in Miami. That's what I was talking about. <laughs> yeah, right. Good backtrack. Um, <laughs> I mean, I... No, the cool thing about uh, about Wednesday night is, all right, so I wanted to watch the Golden State stuff first. Like, I that was more important to me right off the bat. Yeah. And they immediately had it locked up. Like, you knew that they were going to win that game. Yeah. But the cool thing about that is we still had Steph's 400 three-pointers. Like, because he was just fucking gunning immediately, too. Like, yeah. what did he, mm-hmm. he... Did he hit six in the first half or six in the first quarter? Yeah, it was like... It, it, was, it felt like the first six minutes. I think it was the first quarter because Kim definitely texted me about it to let me know. Yeah. It, like, it just was like... Dun, troll dun, text. Dun, troll text dun. was happening. But I don't just, think it was a troll text. I was just like, man, dude, this is legit. She was like, your nemesis is <laughs> going off. And I was like, great. <laughs> well, I mean, he is. Are you going to deny that you, no, you have nemesis, nemesis type feelings? He's, he's my nemesis. I know. <laughs> the nemesis is the one you respect, right? Yeah, I, I, I guess. <laughs> I can't remember. Well, because, you know, Chuck Klosterman has that. There's your arch enemy and then there's your nemesis. Mm-hmm. The nemesis is the one like you respect, but you still hate them. Yeah, that's how I feel about Steph Curry. Yeah, it's tough to deny that. Like this season has been just unrealistically awesome, but at the same time, like, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm not super psyched about Steph Curry. Like he's, I like watching him, but I, I have no emotion behind it. You know? Yeah. Like it to me, it's just like you know, I'll. There's nothing that has me emotionally tied to Golden State whatsoever. It's like, oh, no. I don't mind if I tune in and he just goes off. Like, I don't really care. Yeah, it's like the pure joy of basketball for him. But I, see, I think yeah. he's not likable. And I know I'm alone in that statement, but mm. I just don't think he's likable. I really don't. See, I, I guess I, I kind of half agree with you. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't dislike him either, but there's nothing about him that pulls me in. Like, yeah. LeBron is this humongous personality. Westbrook is this just just fucking force of basketball. He's like like love him or hate him. Like people aren't indifferent on Russell Westbrook. Right. But like like Steph, I'm impressed and amazed by his talent. But I'm also not like yeah. There's nothing pulling me to buy a Steph Curry jersey. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I think it's interesting because. I don't necessarily feel a strong pull to Steph Curry, but the basketball is yeah. wholly 100% worth watching. Because no, when, you, sure. when they're clicking, it kind of reminds you, I mean, <laughs> this this might be a, kind of a, a shitty comparison, but it, it's kind of like an exciting Spurs. Not to say that the Spurs <laughs> are lively, A lively Spurs is what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, where it's just, you know, if the Spurs and... I don't know. The Harlem Globetrotters had a baby. Yeah, yeah. It might be the Golden State Warriors. Okay. I don't know, but I'll, I'll I, I think it's just because the kind of trick shots from it's like, how did they do that? Um, because for whatever it's worth, both the Spurs and uh, Golden State can just put on a clinic at you don't really realize when they're turning it on, but then it's on for the rest of the game. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I'm very excited for this uh, era of basketball because I think it looks great. I know uh, a lot of older folks wouldn't think so, but I, I don't know. I like the three-pointer. Yeah, your boy Pop, he's not having it. Nope. Your boy Pop is not into it. Yeah, I like I, we've had this conversation before, and I feel like I have – I mean, I, I will just keep saying this until I'm blue in the face – it would be much easier for me to enjoy the Warriors if the Cavs just sucked. 
<laughs> if the Cavs were just like, you know, bottom of the heap, rebuilding, like nothing doing, I would be like, you know what? The Warriors are so fun to watch. I love it. But I just, I, I can't. I can't do it because – Every time I'm just like the windows closing, the windows closing, the windows closing. And no, I can completely understand that. I mean, it hurts the, the window closing, you know, I I thought that was interesting. They uh, did the comparison of Jordan to LeBron on today's broadcast. Mm -hmm. I didn't see that. Yeah. So they were kind of doing the side by side comparison. And so at this point, um, LeBron and Michael Jordan have been in the same number of playoffs, but, uh, you know, LeBron only has the two rings, whereas, you know, Jordan had quite a few more. Yeah. Kobe has five. Mm Mm-hmm. That's remarkable. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, He didn't beat Jordan. So another thing thing about the last Kobe game, uh, Mm -hmm. which is who was there? And where they were sitting. Because I watched that game, Jay-Z was courtside. Kanye West was not. He was there, but he wasn't courtside. He was back a couple rows. Of course, Jack Nicholson was there. I don't think Jack Nicholson knew what was going on. <laughs> Did you guys see the interview with him? He was just no. like, yeah, these boys out here are doing great. Yep, they're doing great. It's been so great to see this guy play over the years. And I was just like, does he even know what's happening right now? <laughs> And I mean, Jack Nicholson is old. Like, he's like almost 80. So. Well, and, and I'm sure that they just like weekend at Bernie's him. Oh, totally. Like, someone in the Lakers organization was like, well, we got to trot this guy out. Will and Jack. <laughs> yeah, that was, uh, that was an awkward sideline interview. I was just like, please make this stop. <laughs> the 60 points was exciting just because, I mean, they were feeding him the ball. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And like once he got within with like close to 50, me and friend of the pod Patrick were basically just like, give Kobe the ball, give it to Kobe, just like because we wanted to see him hit 50. And then once mm-hmm. that happened, we were like, let's go for 60. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, like, it's the end of a huge era, like 20 years of playing for the same team. Like who else has even done that? I mean, you can say that about him. He was a company man. Yeah. <laughs> Kim, just. <laughs> Wow. Did, did you guys did you guys see during the Kobe game they put up that graphic that was like uh the four major sports uh athletes that have been with their team the longest in the four major sports. And uh so for football it was like twenty one years was the Lions kicker, Jason Hansen. So he's he's actually better than Kobe. <laughs> wow by, by a whole season. By Kobe should have stuck it out. Yeah. To try to tie, try to tie Jason Hansen. I bet if Co- I could I bet if Kobe knew that he would have. You know, he's so competitive. No. He would have gone back to Germany to get more children's blood shot into his knees so he could come back for the season. No, I, it was ridiculously entertaining. Like, from a basketball perspective, it was like all of the worst complaints about defense at the All-Star game. Like, do you, do you think there was ever a single close-up on a jazz player throughout that whole game? No. Do you remember a single? Nope. I couldn't. I couldn't tell you who was on the floor at any time. No. Like, I mean, they were, it, it was, it was just the phoniest defense, but like, <laughs> who cares? It, was, it was ridiculous. They were just it a was, prop team. They were basically you, called in to be a prop team. They were the well, Washington Generals. Yeah, it was like, real. but it was, For real. it was full blast entertaining though. It was good. Well, 
and and if Stern were still the commish, we would all say, "Oh, the fix was definitely in for Kobe." I right. mean, yeah, it totally <laughs> like, it was. Just be like, and like he admitted it. Then he was like, "Yeah, everyone just passed me the ball every time." You know what did he say? He had a pretty good line about it in his little post game speech, where he was yeah. oh, where he was saying you know the whole time everybody complains that he never passes, never passes, never passes, and then he was like, "You see what happens when you do?" Like it was good. I mean that was a good diss. All of the post game shit was so like, like already pre planned and so calculated. Like his oh, yeah. the body armor towel all on him. Uh, he ends his his corny speech with Mamba out, and you could immediately go to buy Kobe's website and buy Mamba out t shirts. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that part's gross. It's corny. That's, yeah. That's... Well, ding dong, the witch is dead. I think we should move on. <laughs> but no, there's a couple more things I want to talk about with this game, Kim. <laughs> there's Torn. two more things. One, Kim, you'll like this one. One okay. is that they showed during the game, at one point they showed the eight jersey with the years he wore that, and then the 24 jersey with the years he wore that. And they were like, yeah, after 10 years, he switched numbers for, like, some flip reason. Mm-hmm. Which, as we all know, was not a flip reason. Yeah. And I was like, wow, okay, I guess this is how we're touching on the sexual assault part of this uh, storyline. <laughs> I was like, uh, okay. You know, I, I've, I've watched, I watched Cavs-Lakers uh, six years ago now. And I really had to watch it because that was that game that I harassed that kid that was sitting in front of me that loved Kobe. Because mm-hmm. it took everything in my power to not be like, you know you're supporting a rapist, right? Like, <laughs> I had to really bite my tongue. No, I was... One of the... the, the there's a tweet from uh, Internet Cool Guy. This is a glamorous on Tumblr, but on Twitter he's a uh, low-rent kicker. Uh, best buddy that we've never Twitter. met. David. Yes. This dude's the best. He completely summed this up for me. I read this the next morning. And it was, in case you're one... It takes 13 years for people to forget you raped someone. Also, great job, Kobe, with 60 points in your last game. <laughs> oh, my God. For real. I, I, I completely relate to it. Like, I was, that kind of Paul has been over me with Kobe for forever. Like, mm-hmm. there's there's been rumors, and I think it's kind of it's kind of come out, like, uh, you know, within the last month, you know, Kobe to the Pistons was closer than anybody thought. And, like, like man, wouldn't you want to have that guy in your team? And it's like, like no, I, I wouldn't. Like, yeah. There was something that was like from a basketball perspective, uh, from like a spectacle angle, like really, really entertaining about the sixty-point game on Wednesday. But like, it was also just kind of bizarre. There's like an arena full of people. There's twenty-five thousand people. There's untold millions at home that are just like, you know, putting this guy on a pedestal and just flipping out and deifying this dude. Yeah. And it's like, dude, there's like undeniable. F- I, I, this person I, is a I don't know if person. I can go so far as to say facts, but like it's, allegations. It's, we like to use the term allegations on basketball party. Yeah. Allegations and like serious evidence. I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, the the criminal case was thrown out and yada yada yada. But I don't know. Like, uh, there's the yeah. It's why it was. <laughs> that's why I watched it and I was like, I'm watching this and I'm enjoying it. But like, I've hated him forever. And yes. I mean, hated him a because he's easy to hate, and like that commercial when they were all singing about how they hated him, and Sheed stood up. I was like, yes, Rasheed Wallace. <laughs> but mm-hmm. on the like, no, it's hard to divorce like what you know about this person's yes non basketball activities <laughs> and reconcile. Like, that being with, really polite about it, yeah, it, yeah, it is, and then reconcile that with you know the fact that you're like, oh my god, this crazy sixty point game. 
No, it's like we while while the guy wasn't convicted, so you can't just stamp that on his resume forever. Yeah. When you do apologize, the result of the civil case was him issuing an apology and saying, "But I could understand how she would perceive that that's how it was." Yeah, I'm like, sorry yeah, you dude, felt that way. That's that, that's a <laughs> sorry, not definition. Sorry. <laughs> that, that that's the definition of of what we're talking about here. Like, yeah. If you can understand that she would think that it was rape, uh, dude, that that's what yeah. it was. Yeah. So. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so the so other thing, I mean, the other thing, yeah. Kim, that you will also mm. like is that, and Dan, I don't know if you saw this. So at the end of the game, you know, they had, they were like, no, it was basically like a Kobe Bryant, this is your life. And they had all these people he'd played with over time. Mm-hmm. They came out to hug him and whatever, you know, Lamar Odom was there. That was mm-hmm. weird. And then, you know, who was there, Kim? See who? If you can guess. Who's played mm-hmm. for the Lakers who we love? Who has two rings, which is just Adam Morrison. Adam Morrison was fucking there, dude. And I saw it and I was like, was that Adam Morrison? He has a man bun. He's looking pretty good. Well, he did not lose that intensity, Kim. He didn't. Well, yeah. I mean, he's busy planning for the end of the world. (laughs) He's a doomsday (laughs) prepper. Yeah, he was there. Mm. Derek Fisher was there with a bad hat. I'm out of his busy uh, doomsday preparation to like. (laughs) Well, wish that rapist off. Yeah, it was pretty is, crazy, but I was like, oh my god, that's Adam Morrison! I was like so excited. That is Adam Morrison seriously a doomsday prepper? Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As two people who have kept up with the post-NBA career of Adam Morrison, <laughs> people who have not lost that intensity about Adam Morrison. Yes, oh, he shit. is. Yes, he is. <laughs> I mean, if you want to win a drink at the bar, that is a good factoid. That, the <laughs> fact that he has two rings, that one, yeah. I mean, that was the one where I got Austin Carr. Austin Carr, like, couldn't even believe that. He was like, Adam Morrison. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, the oh, yeah, Derek Fisher was there wearing a really bad hat. And somebody was like, clearly this is the guy who sleeps with his friend's wife. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> uh, whew, whew. So, well, it's an end of an era, yeah. for sure. Yeah, but to your point, beginning of a new one. Yeah, well, and I, I guess one of the things that I'm not looking forward to in the post-Kobe era from a media standpoint is now we get to start the comparisons with LeBron to Jordan. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I mean, and I'm sure that it's happened already, but I think now, now that Kobe's out of the mix. Yeah. Well, I also look forward to... Set that phaser to stun. I look forward to Laker tickets being cheaper. That'd be great. Do you, do you think they're seriously going to go down though? I mean, the Lakers have really sucked it for a few years and Laker tickets are still ridiculous, right? But I think it's because people want to see Kobe. I have a, I mean, I have a pretty, I have a very... I wish I could say that it has anything to do with some kind of like complicated process about tickets, but I know like when I was living in Brooklyn and would go see the Nets pre KG and Paul Pierce, Nets tickets were so cheap. It, it, good seats were cheap. You know, you guys know Pistons mm-hmm. fans. Then once Kevin Garnett and Paul Pierce came on board, it was like boop, tickets went up, and I was like, ugh, because people wanted to see them. I think that they'll, I mean, depending on what happens, though, I don't know. I don't know what the Lakers are going to do in the offseason. So that could, that could be moot. 
I mean, the the Lakers are they're positioned pretty well from a money perspective right now. I mean, they have True. they have cap room to play with. I mean, yeah. and it's still a destination kind of franchise. I mean, they might actually make some moves this year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they need a new face now. So yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, they're going to yeah. It, it's going to be blow up central. Uh, also, they're putting up a statue of Shaq outside Staples. Fuck yes. <laughs> I was like, uh. I mean, the fact that Shaq was sitting courtside was also hilarious to me because mm-hmm. every time Kobe walked anywhere near him, I was like, please tell me he's saying how my ass tastes. Please tell me <laughs> he's saying that. The, the thing is, though, even if Lakers tickets don't get cheaper, the Clippers tickets are still cheap. <laughs> so the better team, still the more affordable option because everyone thinks the Clippers are garbage. And we're talking cheap here in terms of, like, Brooklyn cheap and L.A. cheap. They're yeah. still not touching the Palace cheap. You guys know that, I mean, Kim and I, we all know, we were all there. (laughs) Nothing touches the deals that can be had at the palace. Yeah, I I missed that so bad. (laughs) Yeah, you were spoiled. Dude, I'm sitting second row in a playoff game. Tickets, eight bucks. Wait, where are you sitting? No, I'm kidding. I was like, I was like, (laughs) Bye, I'm moving to Detroit. See you guys later. <laughs> Eight dollars. No, I've 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 got uh, I've got game three and four tickets, and uh, game three because it's it's the first playoff game in the palace in seven years. Those ones are actually more expensive, so we're we're doing upper bowl on those, yeah. and then lower bowl on the second game, and they're they're both about like forty bucks, forty ish bucks a piece. Wow. So I mean, it's still affordable. Yeah, I mean that, so. and it like. The thing is, when it's playoffs, like it kind of doesn't matter where you sit because it's super exciting no matter what happens. It's it, no, it's going to be great. Like especially the second half of this year, the palace has been like reasonably reasonably busy, and it's like it's, it's crazy to say that. Like that's good the, though. The mid two thousands, it was, was packed yeah. out every single night. You know, like yeah, yeah. Uh, we remember yeah. the dark times. Oh my god, we've yeah. all we've all been there in our separate other cities. We've all been there for the dark times. Absolutely. So, I get it. And like I said, it's unfortunate that we <laughs> we are in this series together because <laughs> I am excited that the Pistons are in the playoffs, especially after you predicted them to go 82 and 0 this year. So, <laughs> what else what else have I been predicting like like Eight every seed. fourth tweet? 8 Yeah. I saw your retweet of a very old tweet of mine coming for that 8 seed. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. You did it. I mean, I think it's, I like, I, to be real, I do think it's awesome. Like, I'm very happy to see a different, like, I'm A, happy to see, you know that I love, I love Detroit. I still have my, fo- fondly look at my Jonas Jerebko Pistons jersey from time <laughs> to time. You guys know he dyed his hair? His hair's brown now. Or, or maybe it was always brown and he was dying it blonde. It's like a reverse Eminem. <laughs> you know that I only like Eminem when he has dark hair. But I think I only like Jonas Jerebko when he's blonde. So it's like, yeah, it's, it's hey, he, awesome. He lost a playoff game yesterday. Yeah, he did. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, I guess we can get into this. We've gotten, we've gotten through history, historical mm-hmm. Wednesday, and now we can go well, through. One, one last, like, not quite related to the Kobe game. Uh, Kim's, Kim has had it with the Kobe game. <laughs> okay, the 60 points was great. Fifty mm-hmm. shots is is fucking insane and like yeah. and perfect for it to be his last his last game. Yeah. Oh yeah. The, the most shots anyone has ever taken in a basketball 
basketball game in history. When they what make when they make the the inevitable ESPN film for him, I do hope they call it fifty for fifty though. <laughs> like they have oh, to man, that would be hilarious. That would be so funny. Although Kobe Bryant doesn't seem like a funny guy. I feel like Kobe decided in his last game that he was like, I'm going to be funny now, even though he's been an asshole that everyone's hated for like 20 years. He was like, I'm going to make funny commercials. I'm going to make funny commercials with Michael B. Jordan. I'm going to make funny commercials with all the people who hated me. I'm going to make funny commercials. Like, that's his new thing. He's not funny. No, I don't don't think he's funny. I'm not saying he's... Trust me, kid. Sensitive. I think that, like, maybe his new... Because, you know, we've debated many times what he's going to do in retirement. Maybe he's going to kick off his stand-up career. Los Angeles, that's the place. I don't know, maybe. The Laugh Shack. Spots at the comedy store? The Yuck yuck Factory. (laughs) I'm just making stuff up. Yeah, comedy store. Yeah, comedy store, Laugh Laugh Factory. He's on the Sunset Strip. Uh, uh, I don't know. I don't think think he could last five minutes there. No. I mean... Yeah, all all of a sudden he he wanted to he wanted to go out in these terms of like yeah I'm a nice guy look I'm smiling at the the videos you're showing me and stuff like that when his his whole you know his his whole career as persona has been this like a cold hearted villain you know like yeah this guy you dickhead. hate yeah yeah this guy you hate let's get into the now thank God playoffs sorry Kim <laughs> sorry Kim I will say I had to work yesterday so I saw no games. But I prepared to talk about them because I have ESPN alerts. <laughs> I will say that my kids were awesome yesterday and left me alone, and I watched 10 straight hours of basketball yesterday. Jealous. Jealous of that. That's no, it was chill. pretty awesome. Other assholes screwed up my schedule today, but yeah, uh, no, we'll ye- get, yesterday. We'll get there. We'll get there <laughs> for sure. So yesterday was Warriors-Rockets blowout. <laughs> blowout. Yeah. No Blowout, but Steph Curry with a with an ankle issue. Steph yeah, he, didn't, <laughs> he, he he played what two three minutes in the second half. Not like he needed to, but I I think he's officially questionable for the next game. Yeah, but he says it'll yeah, play. Yeah, he is. He missed practice, but he could play in game two. You know what? I think even without him, they'll uh, beat the Rockets. I, 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 I yeah, would rest I, him. That series is such a steamroll, and I'm going to laugh so hard. When they're eliminated. <laughs> I mean, that was a foregone conclusion, right? I didn't. I yeah. I, was I, like, I, I don't know. Rockets, Warriors. That's gonna be competitive. Of the Rockets. Yeah, you really do hate them. I was bummed to see the eight seed shake out the way it did. Like, I know. I, it was yeah, rock, I really was. It was Rockets, jazz, jazz, Rockets, Jazz. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Now, yeah. Jazz, number one team I slept on this season. Wish I hadn't. Sorry, guys. Sorry. Just sorry, fun sleepover of them. center. Yeah, sorry, sleepover center. <laughs> was making fun of them all the time. <laughs> Should have never done that. Yeah, Houston was in the Western Conference Finals last year. Doesn't that seem like a lifetime ago? Because that team has been wow. just non-existent this year. Yeah, that. wow. That's a good fun fact. Well, you know, Dwight Howard, he's poison, so <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Oops. Um, although although I, I hate all of the, uh, the rumors about them trying to lure Durant, which I think would be, like, the dumbest fucking thing possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was reading something about what will happen with Kevin Durant next season, if he'll stay in Oklahoma or not. Dan, you probably have the strongest feelings of any of us about Oklahoma. 
Well, I, I think that's well, your I side piece. My irrational fear <laughs> has everything, or my irrational hate, rather, not fear. My irrational hate of Houston is basically James Harden based because I was so pissed off that that Oklahoma City team was broken up. Yeah. But you're mad at James Harden for that? Mm, I don't know. Okay. It, it's weird. I think it might be some of the way that people feel, like not in Detroit, but people around the league feel about Reggie Jackson now. Mm-hmm. Like James Harden, even though he didn't want to get out of, of, of Oklahoma City, like now that he has, he's kind of like, hey, I'm a number one guy. You know, mm-hmm. like he kind of wants the accolades. And I mean, he's backed it up with the numbers. Uh, but I, I don't know. I kind of feel the same way. Like, I was super bummed when, uh, you know, when they cut ties with Harden. But at the same time, the way the money shook out, it was either Harden or Ibaka. And it just made sense to keep Ibaka. Mm-hmm. I, I, but at the same time, I, as much as I loved James Harden coming off the bench in Oklahoma City, like, I just, I don't know, him in Houston just bums me out. Like, yeah. they're, well, they're, not a, they're not a fun team to watch. Like, the offense is three guys standing around watching James Harden. And Dwight Howard, or Dwight Howard, like well, it's Kim, Kim also hates any team that Jeremy Lin ever played for. So that's, <laughs> there's that. Too. Let's no, not that's forget. Not true. Uh, well, and and because I know, and I guess blaming James Harden is irrational, but I, I think since he's now become this franchise guy, and mm-hmm. and he to Dan's point, he backs it up with the numbers, but it just I I don't know if. You know, to pull a a Simmons, you know, if all of this shit didn't play out the way it did, would you still be that Oklahoma City team minded where it's just like, it's all about the team? Because now I think he's really become that he he, he knows he's a franchise guy now where I, I yeah. don't I, I don't know that he necessarily from the outside that it looks like he was really gunning for that in Oklahoma. Well, no, I don't think that team was about that. No. So it's it's just so weird like cuz he he does back it up with the numbers like he he was very very close to being a scoring champion this year and it but it, it, does it ever feel like that to you? Do you ever go, "Oh my god, we're playing James Harden, he's going to just take over this game." Like no. he just doesn't he he doesn't it's not like LeBron's coming to town or Russell Westbrook's coming to town like it's not a big deal to me. I think and I think the reason maybe the reason that it's not a big deal to any of us is because I think all three of us and correct me if I'm wrong, really identify with that, you know, Durant Westbrook Harden thunder lineup. And so anything else seems less than. And so I think that I've still got the free darko print on the wall in my bedroom with those dudes. Yeah. So I think like that lineup is, it's hard to be like, yeah, can't wait to see James Harden because I didn't really want to see James Harden. I wanted to see Durant Westbrook Harden. Like, I wanted to see yeah. those three dudes play together. Yep. I think that's part of it. But, yeah, I mean, I'm not like, woo, the Rockets are in town. Great. Yeah. I haven't seen uh, the Rockets play to, you know, to Kim's dismay since Jeremy Lin was playing. So Roll on Golden State. Yeah, I, that seems inevitable. I don't, this doesn't seem like, I mean, to. Yeah, uh, but, I mean, uh, there's no way, like, this this series is going to seven, like, at all. So, it's just like, I Let's just get it over with. I mean, I wish it would because I want the Warriors to be tired, but but that's because of my own personal motivation. No, they'll they'll have plenty of opportunities for being tired later. They're they're not going to lose a game. I bet you they... I bet you they win every game by by twenty. I bet you they sweep Against them the by Rockets? twenty each game. Yep. Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's, it's just it, I don't know. I 
also feel like, and I mean, you know, the Jazz or whatever, but I feel like it would have been a more fun series to watch Jazz Warriors than to watch Rockets Warriors. I agree. Yeah, Jazz got, they have some semi-exciting young guys. I mean, yeah, just get some young guys playoff experience. Sure, that yeah. would have been better. Yeah, but can't have everything you want. So, Thunder Mavs. Yeah. I mean, I think that's going to be a Thunder situation. I don't think the Mavs have what it takes. Guys, remember when we wanted the Mavs to beat the Heat in the, <laughs> in the year 2011? Do you remember that when we yeah. really... I watched, I watched those games from the hospital. Yeah. Thank I remember, you. <laughs> I remember those games vividly. Oh, yeah, because oh the, the joke forever was that LeBron had never won a game in Roy's <laughs> lifetime. So Yeah, <laughs> that was the best joke. Shout oh, out to Friend God. of the Pod Roy. Yes, <laughs> your birth brought on a uh, very special you time in be my life, Roy. <laughs> Roy, you better be in bed right now. But hey, <laughs> hey, buddy. Seriously, like uh, even even more than the O four Pistons, like oh, maybe tied with the O four Pistons. Yeah, that I, finals is just so vivid in my memory. You know, when I was living in New York, I was at the bar and I was like screaming for the Mavs, and someone turned around and they were like, "Are you from Dallas?" And I was like, "No, I'm from Cleveland." And they're like, "Oh, I get it. <laughs> okay, but yeah, I, the Mavs don't have it." Snowball's chance did, in hell. That's just... Did you guys catch any of that game? I did not. Mm, I caught none one. of anything yesterday, which depresses me because everyone else was like, first day of playoffs, I watched 11 hours of basketball. And I was like, <laughs> ugh. <laughs> like, that game, I was I was really excited. It was the last game of the day. I was really excited to, you know, Russell Westbrook is my <laughs> absolute favorite player. Like, yeah. you know, I love the Pistons, but I, I don't miss Westbrook games. And I was super jacked up, like, all right, I was super excited to watch the OKC game. Yeah. And it was over by the time that ESPN cut over from the Atlanta and Boston game. Like, Yeah, that it was, was really it the was only already one I watched. Wow. Yeah. Oh, my God. I did not know that because clearly I only got ESPN updates. But, yeah, I, I, I watched to halftime and I was like, you know, I think I'm going to go to sleep. <laughs> I know what's going to happen here. I'm going to bed now. Yeah, I'm excited. I mean, not really excited because I kind of really don't care what the end result is. Mm -hmm. But sort of excited about that uh, Celtics-Hawks series. Yeah, Yeah. it's going to be tight. Yeah, yeah, that's. I mean, it's competitive, so that's why it's interesting, I guess, because it's better than, you know, blowouts every time. I was very surprised by uh, the Indiana Pacers. I'll say that. The Pacers won yesterday. They beat the Raptors. Yeah, by a cool 10 points. Oh, Hickory yeah. coming through. I don't know if that we can sustain that against the Raptors, but... Was it? Yeah, I mean... No, the Raptors looked look tight. In that, in that fourth <laughs> quarter, they were just... Like, they could they could feel it slipping away. Like, they've, mm-hmm. what have they lost the, the, they've lost the, uh, the first round, like, the last two years, right? Mm-hmm. No, they, yeah. it's like they could feel, like the crowd could feel it slipping away in the fourth quarter, and Indiana just poured it on. Paul George yeah. is ridiculous. I saw, I saw his points. That was crazy. Oh uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, w- I will say that about Paul George, and not to say that the that the Indiana's been to the dance more, but I mean, I, I think in my mind, it's kind of a, um, I'm trying to think of a way to make this not sound terrible. Well, I think you're just going to have to make it sound terrible and just go for it. Uh, okay. Well, I, I, I think both fan bases are kind of used to that, like soul crushing defeat. Mm-hmm. The fan bases 
and and I think the teams too a little bit because I mean if you think about that Pacers team from a few years ago that just had the epic meltdown yeah mm-hmm. in the yeah. playoffs um this is a very interesting psychological matchup I want to say because I think this series is definitely going to be a head game series yeah because I think you're uh, right they've been in similar places in terms yeah, of- they've, they've both been in similar places, and I think on paper, Toronto has it by far, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. It, it's not going to be like another series we're going to talk about soon. I was going to um, say, are we going to just talk about that series? I, I think it's different than that, because um, m- my expectation is that Toronto will come out of it. I know, but I'm, ex- I'm. I mean, it was interesting. I hope it's competitive. You know, I'd rather. Yeah. I'm always more interested in something being competitive than it being a blowout. Unless it's the Warriors, and then I want you know them to get blown out. But that's never going to happen. So. Good luck with that. Yep. Uh, <laughs> sucks. No, I'm. I'm completely surprised by that too. Like I, at the end of the season, in like the last few games, uh, once the Pistons had clinched, there was like three games left or two games left. Mm-hmm. And I know, so there was because a... you were texting me about it, so I'm aware. <laughs> <laughs> so, so there was a chance that they could move up to the seventh seed. And I was like, I, I'm never going to root against them to lose. Like, I, if a higher seed, all right, awesome, cool, whatever. Yeah. But I was really hoping for the matchup with Cleveland. Like, I'm glad that they dropped to the eighth seed. Oh, I know. Because I just, I not even that I wanted Cleveland. I mean, I do, but like. The Pistons just—they didn't match up well with Toronto. Like that team is so good. Like Lowry and DeRozan are so fucking good. Yeah, and, and it's yeah. like sleeper good because I feel like exactly. everyone yeah. just discounts them. And and I think a lot of it has to do with the history of that franchise, right? Like right. Uh, Drake aside. <laughs> Drake aside, everybody. Yes. No, I think, and I, I hate to say this, but it's like they're in Canada, so everyone's like, oh. Then there's like a team in Toronto. Like there's nobody really counts them, even though they've been a for franchise sure. for like like Lowry and DeRozan. They both made the the All Star team this year, but it's also I think people kind of think of them as a unit. It's like oh, Toronto has a good backcourt, and you know they might make some noise, and then that's it. Yeah, nobody gives them a serious shot. But like when those guys are are clicking, like holy shit, like those dudes, like Toronto's a real team. Like yeah. they 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 have a real shot this year. Yeah. Raptors Pistons would have been a very different series than what is going to actually go down. I I think Raptors Pistons would have been really really bad for the Pistons. Oh, I I, I think it would have been like Pistons would have got murdered. I I kind of I kind of think that. Like mm-hmm. I I feel like we won one game in Toronto or uh maybe maybe in Detroit against Toronto this year. But no, but it was but it was ugly. Like ugh, yeah. Meanwhile, Instead, you got to exercise some demons. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> I, I feel like we should just let Dan get a free pass to do the obligatory chant. <laughs> That's fair. He he deserves it. He's waited a long time for it. You know what? I'm not even. I'm not even. He's saving it. I'm, he's saving it for I'm when not... he's at the palace next weekend. <laughs> I'm not even. I'm not even holding grudges. Like seriously, I'm just. I'm so psyched to be back in the playoffs. Like. It's been seven years. Like, yeah, it's been you get a seven free pass. years. You get I was a free pass. in Michigan when the last time. You get a free pass for one fuck Cleveland. It's okay. You're you're entitled. I get it. It's fine. <laughs> I'm not even holding it against Cleveland anymore. <laughs> That's funny because it seems up until now you had been. So I don't. Oh I mean, my god. 
fuck Cleveland. Seriously. <laughs> like, com- completely. Yeah, I can't. But think you know, of a I'm, funnier... I'm happy to be here also. <laughs> I'm just happy to be here. I will say so, I watched this game today from my office. It was great. That, that was a really good game. And, the, you know, the Pistons have been competitive against the Cavs better than the Cavs in regular season matchups all year. Yep. So, I wasn't surprised that it the game went the way it did. Do I want to go more than four or five games? No. <laughs> I want. I got grandpa. I, mean, I got. Uh... I got old man LeBron to worry about. I can't. I can't be wearing him out, you guys. I need him. It was competitive for sure. It was I, more I than competitive. Say, yeah, oh, I mean, yeah, pit, it was pit. way more than competitive. And I, I have okay, to say, Detroit, okay, Detroit. <laughs> okay. No. Okay. I, well, and, and I guess I want to talk about how I'm conflicted in this series because I don't know that I necessarily get to root for either team. I know. I almost ejected you from PMA Grit Squad today because I was like, this infiltrator is here. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think she's just mad because I said that it was going to be a barn burner series. No, I'm not mad about that. That's true. I I think that's true. I don't disagree with that. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I don't live in Michigan anymore. It was more that you tried to start the Detroit basketball chant in our chant in our group text with Dan. I was like, <laughs> "Oh, she's gonna start this over here and then come to PMA Grit Squad and try to talk about the Cavs." Hey, I'm part of it. I'm not like I'm not being like, "Yay, Cleveland!" Emoji, emoji. I haven't done any of that. No, I'm a casual observer. So I can get ejected. <laughs> I mean, if I get ejected, I get ejected. You know, okay. I'm sorry. It's my group text. Um, I'll eject who I want. Just kidding. I wouldn't eject you. I appreciate your perspective. So I'm having difficulty with it. I mean, I live with someone who's from Cleveland. <laughs> like, so, so, Dan, I don't know if you know this, but last season we started what what began. It actually is because of Jason that this started. I don't know if he <laughs> knows that. But it was yeah. because last year I felt that Kim's boyfriend wasn't amped up enough about the Cavs in the playoffs. And I told Kim I was going to start texting him all the time <laughs> to get him amped up for games. And then it spiraled into this, I think at one point it was 14 or 15 people. Yeah. 15 person Cavs amp up service group text, which I, I is still going, where everybody would just text emojis to each other and like selfies and whatever garbage during Cavs games. So thanks, Jason. Appreciate you. Yeah. But Kim has always kept it real on the Cavs amp up service. <laughs> real, real talk right now? Uh-huh. Cavs amp up service sounds annoying as fuck. <laughs> you yeah for me okay also remember dan last year was the first year the Cavs had been in playoffs for a while Mm -hmm. and i moved to california like when that happened and so i was like alone out here just like in a sea of warriors fans which i'm going to tell you is not a fun way to spend your postseason a sea of warriors fans in southern california seems like complete bullshit by the way bandwagon yeah yeah well all these bozos who couldn't be laker fans anymore were like oh this team's good they're in california i'm gonna take them Fuck so Cavs app of service really kept me going during that that time i understand that i understand it was like a slice of home like here because i just didn't have that so yeah but yes it is annoying as fuck sometimes especially when you live i mean i love all of them and i don't want any of them to be discouraged but they start texting east coast time so (laughs) 
Sometimes I'd get woken up by some news about Matthew Dellavedova that I was like, this could have waited till later. But, uh, well, no, like, in, or like during the finals games where it would just be like, I went to the bathroom and somehow I missed 65 texts. Oh yeah, I was at work and I, was, and I, would, I would be in a meeting and I would come out and I'd be like, cool, I missed 105 messages. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, it was helpful. But anyway, Kim is, yeah. Kim keeps it real on that thread. Kim is like... Thank you, Kim. I'm not going to get excited. <laughs> Kim's going to be like, I, I think this is going to be a barn burner series. Or Kim's like, they played like shit. So Kim is <laughs> I mean, my thing is, it, with this series, on paper, I feel like I don't have a vested interest. Mm-hmm. But my when I lived in Michigan, I was so, so much a Pistons fan. And I right. still, you know. I get it. I, I get I, it. I, you know, I still got that pull. Baby's uh, first NBA city. I get it. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, I and, – and I think another exciting thing about rooting for the Pistons in this series is you have so many guys where it is their – they're putting up amazing numbers. If you look like – if you look at Andre Drummond, for example, mm-hmm. like this is his first time in the playoffs, which seems nuts. Mm-hmm. And I was really excited to see. This is Drummond's first time winning forty games and have like so many threes in this game. It was that that first half for the Pistons. I was like, yes, I want more of this. This is perfect. And 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 Jason was like, how are you doing this in a Cleveland home? And I was like, thank you, Jason. I respect you, Jason. (laughs) (laughs) I was like. I, I think I'm pretty sure we're in Louisville, Kentucky right now. That's gonna be me to somebody someday. How are you doing this in a Cleveland home? <laughs> and, and I'm like, we watched the Indians game. They lost. Oh, let's <laughs> you know? table that. That's for later. That's <laughs> yeah. That's for later. I got, I got some perspective on that Indians game. That is different. But, yeah. No. I but, think this will go. Yeah, we're gonna go unless is, unless yeah. the Cavs unless some fire gets lit between. Now in the next game, we're gonna go, and I, I don't. I don't think there's any reason that this series shouldn't be that way, based on how the regular season played out. These are two Here's, well-matched teams. Exactly, and this is the thing that I don't think a lot of the, the national media guys really realized about this about this series. I think everybody was picking Cavs in five, uh, you know, lots of sweeps, maybe a, an occasional Cavs in six, but uh, the, like these teams totally match up really well. Yeah. And when Detroit plays well, when they shoot well, like they did tonight, when they have Harris didn't have the greatest game, but LeBron was on them all game. Yeah. Uh, but the other four Pistons starters, everybody was in double digits. Uh, Marcus Morris like went off ridiculously in the first half. Like when the Pistons starters all score a bunch, and when their bench actually shows up, yeah. holy shit! The Pistons bench beat the shit out of the Cavs bench today. Yeah, Cavs bench like, was not great. Like when the Pistons, when everything is clicking, this team. They're like a legit team. I, they're not going to win the title this year. Like I, like if you want my, <laughs> I'm glad we can get that out of the way. Okay. If you if, <laughs> if you want my like my honest opinion, I think they're going to lose to the Cavs in six games. Okay. But but even if they get swept, if it's four games that are just like this one, I'll fucking take it. Yeah, I mean like, the, they, the thing is like the Pistons are clearly a excited to be in playoffs, which they should. Yes. Be. B, you have a really good team. And we have is... a team that's like that is on the upswing big time. Yeah, they won they won thirty two games last year. 
They, they haven't won more than 30 games in Andre Drummond's entire career until this year. 44 yeah. games <laughs> this year. So I think that energy combined with you, you already have a good team. Yep. That's propelling you. But I think the difference here, and this is what is, I, I'm hoping this, like, if the Cavs get eliminated by the Pistons, I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. But, Fuck. <laughs> but I need this, Dan. I need this. But come you know, on. If <laughs> you get, you, you had your chance. But the thing is, and this is what I think will ultimately win out, is that the Pistons this year don't have the stamina to go through a series game after game after game. I think that's the difference. And I don't think they won't, I don't think that that's to say they won't get there. I think that's coming, mm-hmm. but I think that the Cavs, even though sometimes I'm like, look at this garbage fire. That's winning these games. The Cavs have LeBron in the end. That's the thing. Like you have LeBron who at the end of a game will just like turn it on. Thank God. Um, and I, I feel like I have dissenting opinion what um, you always do so bring it this well, is your, this is your one se- like if this was a different matchup kim you would be a mm-hmm. caps fan probably yeah that's okay but that's i mean i got you in last year I, too, i'm more remember? emotionally invested in detroit i never lived in cleveland yeah yeah jason i'm gonna i'm gonna text jason after this <laughs> <laughs> that's fine that's jason fine. she's dissenting I feel like, yes, they. a lot of the players haven't been to the playoffs. I, I see your stamina point. Uh-huh. But I also think that, agree, disagree with me, Dan, but Stan Van is hungry. I don't and think he's that matters. on those dudes. I don't, I don't think that that really... I hate to say... I'm going to say something. I don't think Stan Van Gundy can get it done. I, I just don't. Not right now. I just don't think this... I mean, whatever. I could eat crow in, you know, a matter of a week and a half. That so, I mean, so, I, well, so you I, don't I think guess... Stan Van Gundy is going to win the NBA Finals in 2016? I'll agree with you. Yeah, yeah I no, don't. I don't think... But I think in terms of these two teams are matched up very well. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there was the article in the Free Press where, I mean, he, he had a right about LeBron when... When LeBron's playing at home, he gets he never gets called for offensive fouls. Uh, did you see also though that he backtracked on that earlier? So be advised that was said and then slowly did a little boop 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 backpedal on that. Situation. Okay though, but but seriously today, I'm not going to be the dude that bitches about refs because like all right, mm-hmm. that that's a really weak ass thing. We've we've all but been that guy. It's okay. There there yeah. were some fucking questionable calls today. Oh, well, I questionable know. non-calls. We were doing we were doing some LeBron imitations at work today. Some Dude. some Euro Dude. style you barely touched me, but I flew five feet type type Yeah. Stuff. Dude, I know the, I know he does it. I'm not saying I'm not, it, say it, not even happen. not even yes. Exactly. Whatever. Move I know on. Well, I will, no, I don't think Stan Van Gundy is going to coach this team to the finals. That's not <laughs> what I'm saying. But I think that there is certainly reasonable doubt that he could coach this team to the next round. Mm, Especially if Cleveland melts down. To look back at this game. Like, yeah. Is, Guys, is it, also is remember it really... I had to watch this game in a conference room at my office while doing my job. Yeah, so, <laughs> look, let's not. I wasn't like in on every single play. I'm gonna be real look, with you. I had to yeah. watch. The, I had to watch the first Pistons playoff game in seven years on fucking TiVo. So, <laughs> so don't worry. We're we're at similar stress levels. Which here. which reminds me of something. So why did you have to watch it on TiVo, Dan? 
Uh, I got roped into playing softball this year. Hipster softball. Uh, uh, dude, it's the What's worst. your team name? Yeah, what is your team name? The team name is the Soft Machine. Wow. Oh, okay. like that, uh, oh shit, what's that dude's name? It's a band name. Yeah, it's like, it's some prog rock. Uh, yeah, it's Euro- prog. European. It's Robert, Robert, whatever, I can't think of his last name now. I, I guess I get that it's a pun because it's softball and we're the soft machine. What I don't, mm-hmm. I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit. Yeah, All that's cool, like, fucking cool, dude. <laughs> <laughs> like in every sense, it, it's literally cool. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I haven't played baseball since I was in elementary school. I haven't put a baseball glove on since middle school. Into this, this is what's confusing me. My buddy Fabrizio guilt tripped into me. Oh. Guilt tri- guilt tripped me into it. Fabrizio is the best, but like, yeah, now I'm roped into playing like hipster Detroit softball with Fabrizio and a bunch of kids with like you know full sleeves and shit like that. Oh. So. Do they wear like? I mean, the I'm telling uniforms? you, I already gave you ways that you could get out of this. Oh, I'm super hoping to, like, separate my shoulder first game. If I, <laughs> if I can get out of this. I love that your hope is to injure yourself. That's, I, like, the driver here. If I can get my upper body injured so I can keep running, I don't give a shit. Wow. wow. No, I, I told him that he just needs to be a giant penis to everyone. <laughs> like, to be as mean as fucking possible, like... Regina George style be mean. Wow. Like I told him to call everyone like Doug or Chris. <laughs> like be like, oh what's up, Chris? Hey Chris. Chris, what's Kim, going on? Kim, you just and start. then whenever like the one guy is like, Oh no man, my name's not Chris. And then of course Dan would say, Oh no man, you're Chris. It's cool, Every Chris. white guy to me is Chris. It's cool, Chris. You should start a seminar, Kim, where you teach people how to do this stuff. <laughs> where it's just like, do you want to alienate people? How to, how, how to lose friends and alienate people. <laughs> seminar by Kim Houston. <laughs> which is like, like, I, I could put on a clinic. Which is stuff you never do in actual life, but the fact that you know exactly how to go, to, go about it is a little concerning to me in some ways. But... Um, <laughs> No, I'm way too nice in real life to employ any of these strategies. <laughs> I mean, at me all. too. Like, like anything Kim is saying, like I could do it for like two seconds, and then I'd start laughing. Like that's the problem I'm, for me. I'm so shy around like new people that like I don't know where it's like Fabrizio's like, oh, this is Louisa, oh, this is Kevin, oh, this is Brian. I'm like, hey, hey guys, hey Doug, hey Chris. <laughs> Fabrizio told me to come play baseball with you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway. So let's talk about baseball, though, because while <laughs> while a very thrilling game was going on at the queue, something else was going on down the street. <laughs> Kim's baseball minute. The Indians lost. Surprise! The Indians lost. Yeah. Yeah. By uh, to the Met. Was but when a, we and it was like, was it a shutout? Uh, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it was like six zero. Woo. So well, at fun. least that's what it was when we last watched it. Okay. I think that was, I think it was like seven or six, but yeah. But that wasn't really the, the, the most eventful thing that was going on. No. Um, and I found this out through PMA Grit Squad. Someone uh, submitted a tweet. Submitted. 
for submitted review. a tweet, a tweet, a tweet, a tweet for <laughs> review, a tweet for review. Yes. Yeah. And there was a photo of a couple having sex. <laughs> so. And then, and then someone, uh, I forget who said it in the the group text, but like this is what's going on at the Jake or whatever. Yes. And it's like, well, at least something interesting was going on. Like yeah. at least they they gave something to watch. I mean. Hashtag controversial opinion. I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm I'm starting to to like the Indians. Yeah, <laughs> I like your cautious cautious optimism. Well, I mean, you know, that's kind of my mo, right? You're signing yourself up for a lifetime of misery. So I <laughs> I, I admire your cautious optimism. Oh, I just got the tweet. <laughs> yeah, it's good, right? That's what people are doing at tribe games these days yeah. in Cleveland. That's the fine way. Baseball fucking sucks. <laughs> I mean, it's. I guess these people were like, yeah, it does, so let's just make the most of it. You know? I mean, of all of the places, though, for public sex, I don't think, like, baseball arenas, like, those chairs. Like, if you the think Jake, about it. No way. No way. Also, they're so far up, like, it gets super steep. Yeah, just like, oh, great. I'd be afraid. I'm already afraid to sit up that high, let alone, you know, be moving. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, just, I don't know. It's like, oh my gosh, I've got vertigo. Yeah. Fall. <laughs> Do this. Yeah. It's scary up there. But, yeah. <laughs> baseball minute. The good report. Yeah. Good, cool baseball minute. <laughs> That's how good Cleveland is this year. You don't even have to watch the game. Well, I mean,. They're not terrible yet. Yeah. Yeah. So, Kim, since this is your, I think this is this your, this is your second year embracing the tribe. That's a Mm -hmm. that's a sentence you're gonna say for for the foreseeable future. (laughs) (laughs) They're not terrible yet. Baseball's ridiculous though. There's a thousand and sixty-two games a season. That's insane. It's exhausting. Kim and I have already agreed that the best thing about baseball is sitting outside, drinking a beer. Okay. And eating a hot dog. That's the best I'm, thing about baseball. I'm literally doing all three of those things right now, <laughs> talking to you on the phone. I don't it's even... in the comfort of my home. Yeah. I'm, I'm sitting on my deck, drinking booze, and eating a hot dog. Yeah. You don't need baseball for that. Yeah. that's. I mean, you don't. That's fair. But baseball is not my sport of choice, It clearly. Like, it's just not for me. Yeah. But that's because I was, you know... That's because I was indoctrinated into soccer at a very young age. So there was really no hope for me. Once you get turned on to America's least favorite pro sport as a child, there's no hope. What are you going to do? Okay, so let's make some predictions. Mm. 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 Uh, Also, the Spurs just beat the Grizzlies. Surprise. So. That's, that series is going to be a bloodbath, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> the score, though, I mean... So do we want to go, do we want to go straight to the finals? Wait, what was the score? What was the score? The score is 106-74. Okay. Matt Barnes. What happened? Matt Barnes needs the fuel of <laughs> anger at Derek Fisher to keep him going, and I feel like that has... It's not sustaining him. Ooh, what, we, we even talked about that one at all. What do you think about that series? Blazers clips. Yep. I'm going to say, and this is, I know this is anathema, but I hope it's Blazers. I hope it's Blazers, and I think it's going to be Blazers. Like, that—that that is my my single first-round up, upset. Like, I think the Blazers are going to win that. I just don't think the Clippers, like, the Clippers are good, but I don't think 
nothing about this Clippers performance this season has inspired any confidence in me to say, yes, definitely, definitely Clippers. I don't trust them in any way. <laughs> Not <laughs> trustworthy. Nope. Um, yeah, and, and I think the, the Blazers are just a little bit more grind them out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially like the like the way they got there. Like nobody mm-hmm. thought Blazers were going to be there, and like their backcourt has been ridiculous. Like, yeah, they've been like a really like kind of working class, like grinded it out kind of team. Yeah, yeah, it's completely. I mean, I'd like the Clippers to go to the second round just because I live here and it'd be fun to go. But I, I, my, I mean, my you know. my emotional hope is for the Blazers, though. Yeah, I mean, everyone remembers. The Easter miracle of Brandon Roy's knees. <laughs> and I hope <laughs> everyone remembers that. Everyone remembers that time. Yes, that famous miracle. <laughs> that, that, that's like the one singular Easter miracle that everyone remembers. <laughs> no it. other Easter miracle. There's nothing else that's ever happened at that time nope. that anyone would remember. So, that is the one Easter miracle. <laughs> That's it. That's all we've got. Thank you. Thank you, Brandon Roy. Thank you for giving us that gift. Well, when the Blazers win, <laughs> thank Brandon Roy's knees <laughs> and the miracle that happened that day. We will. We will. We'll, mm-hmm. I think we'll gather in places of worship and... Good. <laughs> okay. So, so predictions, are we, are we picking our conference finalists and then who's going to win the finals sure yeah let's do it that yeah. way let's do it yeah that way. go first dan yeah dan okay. you're first as the guest you're first mm-hmm. so i would love i would love 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 to see the spurs come out of the west and i just don't think it's going to happen like golden state has been they're a, they're a, they're a ridiculous steamroller like i i think that spurs golden state series is going to go six or seven games i think it's yeah. going to be an awesome series that's going to be like the that'll be the apex of the playoffs yep and i think golden state comes out it's tough to say this like after that game one in in toronto and i told kim this a couple days ago like mm-hmm. toronto was my pick to come out of the east like i just thought this was toronto's year mainly kind of based on how i saw the pistons and the Cavs or the, the toronto and the Cavs play the pistons mm-hmm Toronto has just looked like the 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 more consistent team to me, and I I'm going to stick with that. Okay. I think that I think the Raptors are actually going to do it this year. I would good for the fans on Toronto. That'd be cool. I think the Raptors are going to probably take the Cavs to seven games, and then Golden State is just going to fucking slaughter the Raptors in the finals. Another bloodbath. Another bloodbath in the finals. All right, Kim, you go. <sighs> I think it's really hard in the West to not say that it's going to be Golden State mm-hmm. for all of Dan's reasons. Mm-hmm. I, I agree that it's definitely going to be uh, Golden State and the Spurs. And I'm really looking forward to that series. Yeah. You and because Pop just standing yeah. together? <laughs> no, I, I, I think it's going to be... I've gained an appreciation for San Antonio over time because there was definitely a time where I just thought it was just such boring mechanical basketball. Mm-hmm. There's something to be said for everything just kind of clicking and going into place and getting it done. Yeah. Um, and, and I think the these later teams have, se- have felt much different than the ones that we watched in the early 2000s. Yeah, totally agree. 
Yeah. Um, so I- I'm really looking forward to the Western Conference Finals. I, I think that's going to be uh, a lot of fun, but definitely Golden State's coming out of it. And then it- it's going to be... It, it's kind of hard for me because I, I do think that Cleveland is going to come out of it. So I, I see Cleveland in the finals, but I, I think their swath is going to be a lot harder to mow than, than last year. I think this Detroit series is probably going to go long. When they inevitably meet up with uh, Toronto, it's going to go long. I, I think that they're, they're just going to have a hard swath to mow. That Cleveland um, does. Cleveland does, yes. Yeah. Well, yeah, and this is what we wanted. We wanted a competitive East, so competitive we got East. it. Yeah. We got speaking it. A, speaking of a competitive East, like, that is, like, to me, the, one of the biggest stories of the year, too. That, oh, like, yeah. The yeah. East is back in a major way. Yeah, the, the East Pist- was garbage for years. The Pistons are the eight seed, and they have the best record of any eight seed in history. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's... I mean that that's pretty awesome. That that like totally says that the East is back. Like yeah, the the eight seed in the East has a better record than the eight seed in the West. Okay, so we'll go to me, which I'm. I think I'm the homeriest of, you know, competitors long term. I think the Cavs are going to sweep the East. Totally, Cavs are going <laughs> to. Every series is going to be four games, and then it's going to be Cavs and four in the finals. Yeah, right. I wish. No, I think it will be... I think Warriors-Portland will be a super interesting series. I'm really excited about that. That's a great matchup. I do think it will be... Western Conference Finals will be Spurs-Warriors. I think it will be Warriors. I, I think everyone thinks it will be Warriors, but I a little tiny part of me wants to hold out that it'll be Spurs. Just a little tiny part. A um, huge, A huge part of me wants to hold out that... OKC can somehow slip past the Spurs, but the Spurs are just insane too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I, I just that would be super fun. But I think that I, in the end, I think the Spurs are like a an inevitability that just happens. Yeah. So I think it will be Warriors Spurs. I think it will be Warriors. I would be very shocked if it wasn't. On the East, I agree. I think it will be. It's going to be. Every series is going to be grinding it out for everybody. It seems competitive across the board, except with the maybe Miami Hornets. That doesn't seem like it's really, that seemed a little rough today. But I think that I want to believe that it will be Cleveland, Toronto, and that Cleveland will win. I want to see Cleveland go to the finals again. That's purely emotional for me. Even though the torture of finals is not fun. But, but I don't know. I, I really feel like Eastern Conference Finals this year is the most exciting that it has been in as long as I can really remember. Yeah, if you're thinking about it, I, I, I know that we mostly, either, it's either going to be Toronto or Cleveland from what we've said. But compared to the West, the West seems like so easily a foregone conclusion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, um, and, the West. And I, this I feel like the East is March Madness style basketball that yeah. we're getting ready yeah. to watch. Yeah, I agree. The, I the feel West, like this could go either way. The West is totally like Golden State, Spurs, Thunder are just like head and shoulders above five through eight. 
But in the East, like, what is it, three, four, five, and six? They all they ended with the same record. That's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, there's, like, ridiculous parity in the East. Yeah. So I just don't, there's no, which makes it fun, except for me, because of the Cleveland thing. But it is, I mean, we wanted this. So it's like, yeah. Okay. We got, we got what we wanted. Yeah. I no. got my preseason prediction. Feels good, it. man. You did it, Kim. You did it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we'll see. Only time will tell, clearly, if I can get through. I was telling a friend of mine, I was like, you know, I'd like to say that I'm excited about playoffs, but it also gives me, like, major anxiety at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> so. Like, it, like I, I completely remember when the Pistons were, you know, the 04 or 05, and all the way through the, that, like, six Eastern Conference Finals in a row, like, every year in the playoffs, I would have that same kind of anxiety, like, oh, God, like, don't blow up this year. Yeah. But this year, like, I'm I'm so loose. Like, we're totally playing with house money. If the Pistons get swept, like, who fucking cares? The Pistons were expected to get swept. Yeah. If they show up and steal a couple games, well, you know, bully for them. I'm just, I'm super jacked. Like, my dudes are back, and the playoffs are going to be really exciting this year. The East is back. Finally, after it is after so yeah. much dark, dark nonsense. Dark times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all I really got. We went long this week, but I think it was deserved. Yeah. So, we we, did we, well, we had a special. Did, did we guest. talk about Kobe? <laughs> I don't know, Kim. Did we talk about Kobe Bryant? Did you want to? <laughs> no, no. I feel like we adequately talked about Kobe, <laughs> and I hope you edit some of it out. <laughs> <laughs> Like, can we edit... Kim, you know, know what we didn't talk about, though? We didn't talk about Jeremy Lin's haircut. Yeah, Ugh. edit it out. Did you see Did you see Hornets, Hornets Heat, any of it? No. He has, like, a little ponytail right now. I think you should look Wait, into it. Wait, a ponytail? I yeah. thought he was doing that thing where he gelled it up and, like, spikes like no, the Street Fighter. No, everybody. You need to revisit Jeremy Lin's latest look. Uh, that sounds like something I'm never, ever going to do. I'm going to start texting you photos of it immediately. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> I I didn't watch Heat Hornets because I had Pistons on TiVo because I was busy striking Being out. Hipster yeah. softball player, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, I can really only watch national games. But uh, yeah, it was. Uh, he's got a new do, so stay tuned. Yeah, Kim. Well, I'll send you photos. I, I guess everyone has their lucky playoff haircut. Yeah, you know, everybody likes mm-hmm. different things. So. Yeah. Well, Dan, thank you so much for joining us. For yeah, this, thanks, man. First this, time. Uh, hope it's not the last. Yeah, dude, this was fun as shit. I would totally love to do this again. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah. Maybe next week after the results of of this week's uh, this week's series, it'll either be me you know crying what? or you know. <laughs> next next Sunday, I'm gonna be at the palace for Game Four. We could we could, we should tape this thing while I'm at the palace watching the game. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see what we can do. Yeah. Oh, that guy's on really Skype game or over there. Game? Uh, that one's an eight thirty game. Yeah, it's okay. a late one. Yeah, anything's possible, as we've all learned from Kevin. Garnett. Kevin Garnett. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, Dan. Hopefully, we'll talk to you next week or the week after. Kim. As always, you. it's been a pleasure. I'll talk to you next week for another contentious, contentious basketball party. house divided basketball party. <laughs> Fuck Cleveland. <laughs> All right, thanks, this you guys. This is a Cleveland house. This is a Cleveland house. <laughs> How dare you? Oh, my God. <laughs>
<laughs> Alright, thanks you guys. Thanks. Bye. Don't slow down in East Cleveland or you'll die. Our economy's based on LeBron James. Buy a house for the price of a VCR. Our main export is crippling depression. We're so retarded that we think this is art. It could be worse though, at least we're not Detroit! We're, we're not, not Detroit! Detroit.